Underneath the Waves, where we take you behind the music of singer-songwriter Don Hancock. I'm your host, Grace Hancock, and welcome to episode four. Each episode will cover a different song and will be a quickie look behind the scenes of the process and the meaning behind it. So thank you, you, the listener, for joining us. And thank you, Don, for being here. Say hello. Thank thank me. Thank <laughs> me for welcome. being here. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> So today we're going to be taking um, a little bit more of a serious tone because today we're going to be talking about the fourth track on the EP, which is called Stay. Uh, the song, this song has really significant meaning behind it. And we've sort of touched on this in a previous episode. It's in a way sort of a sister song to the first track, Darkness. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and toss it to you right off the bat. Why don't, do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. So I think we talked about in the first episode how Darkness, Stay, and Reborn were all written in the same day, except for the lyrics for Darkness. I had written those before, but the lyrics for Stay Reborn and the music for all three was written in the same day. And and it is definitely the sister song to Darkness in that the friend that I mentioned that I felt like I was sort of tapping into when I wrote Darkness, I wrote Stay for him um, after I found out that he had died by suicide that night that I had written Darkness. And stay was what I would have said to him, you know, if I had had the chance uh, to to connect with him. And and so stay, I wrote on the plane ride back to when I was living in Austin at the time, back to Austin from L.A. And it really just poured out of me lyrically. It was very quick and just sort of visceral and a very easy writing experience. It just kind of came out. Um, but when I got home that night, I wrote the music for darkness. And then I remember thinking that I was kind of just in a flow and felt like I was vibing and I wanted to keep going. And so I decided to also do the music for stay. And I had mentioned in the darkness episode that I'd never done that before, like never tried to do more than one in one sitting. And when I sat down to do the music for stay, it was to date the most transcendent writing experience I've ever had when it came to music. And we explained in the last episode how the way I write music is I literally just sit at my keyboard, I turn on my voice recorder and I just start playing and I see what comes out. And with Stay, I sat at my piano, I turned on my voice recorder and what came out was the song exactly the way that it's recorded on the EP. Wow. It, there was no drafts. There was no figuring it out. There was no like just playing with chords and seeing what happened. It literally was, I sat down, I played it as if it was already written 
and it was done. So the process for writing the music for Stay was four and a half minutes or however the long, long right. the song is because it came out fully baked. And that has hadn't happened to me before and has not happened to me since. It was a very singular moment for me as a writer. Do you think that that was due, and maybe it's due, you know, in part to the whole, you know, there's obviously a lot of emotions involved with somebody that we have known our whole lives. It was obviously very devastating for everybody involved. Do you think it was that sort of transcendent experience was more like due to the emotional effect that it had on you? Or do you feel like there was kind of like a higher power sort of like tapping in? Like, where do you think that really like immediate, like kind of creation process came from? Yeah, I mean, I think that it was a message that, like, the source of life, the source of music, wanted to get out. It was, the like, world. channeling through you. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's a universal message. It yeah. was written related to him, but it is what I would say to anyone that struggles with suicidal ideation or who is even struggling with depression. It's... It's a universal message and it's, I think, one that needed to come out and needed to come out in that moment. And I think what we're seeing is, you know, suicidal ideation and suicidal thoughts is really common and it's it's unfortunately increasing in our communities and in our families and it's still somewhat taboo. And so I feel very... I guess just humbled and grateful that I was chosen to be a conduit for that message. But I remember saying to my producer when we were in the studio and he said to me, this is my favorite one and that you've ever written. And he said to me, the songwriting is just so good. And I remember saying to him, I really appreciate that, but I feel like I can't take credit (laughs) for this song because it like, I just was the middleman. And so I have to believe that because of the proliferation of this crisis in our communities and because of the moment that it decided to make itself known and come into the world, that there was something or someone that wanted that message in the world at this point in time. And I just happened to be paying attention enough to be the vessel through which it came. Right. And I think also it's it's so... Like the lyrics are so seemingly simple, but so utterly poignant to the point that, and I've said this before because we've discussed this um, on my podcast, uh, that I can't listen to it. Like, yeah, I can't it's, listen it's too, to Like it if I'm ever listening to this, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like change track, change track. Um, but it just, it definitely speaks to obviously your talents because even if I was paying attention, this song would never come through me because I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it would not be. So it's, it's, uh, I appreciate your humble approach, but it's definitely, uh, your talent had a lot to do with it. And obviously, you know, we want to just address head on that, like along those lines, like, please know that you are never alone. Mm -hmm. There is always hope. There are so many resources available to you. And like you said, it is seemingly somehow still kind of taboo. You know, we've obviously moved away from saying committed suicide. Like now we're, we're changing the verbiage, like all this stuff or we're taking the right steps to make it so that, you know, there's no shame. Like we all experience these feelings. I know that like, especially during COVID and during all this job loss and all this turmoil and like politics, it's really, really, there's a lot of polarity. There's a lot of uncertainty and just know that please you are, you absolutely 
can ask for help if you need help and check in on your loved ones as yeah. well along those lines. And then we have a couple resources. We obviously have the U.S. Suicide Hotline, which is 800-273-8255. We will also link that number. Well, not link, but I'll put that number in the show description as well. And then actually, this is something that we've also talked about on Think Piecing, but Open Path Collective, if you go to openpathcollective.org, they offer mental health services, counseling, mm-hmm. but with a sliding scale, because unfortunately... I think what we run to a lot, run into a lot in this country is that mental health is not yeah. <laughs> prioritized or always readily available and certainly not always affordable. Right. So that's a great option um, if you are suffering. Don and I are both in therapy. There's no shame. We're all here with you. Let's all try to move towards, you know, a happier, healthier, more open conversation about this kind of stuff. And I, I didn't want to step on that. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I think the only other thing that I would say is every time I write any song, there's always a moment where a particular line comes out and it's like the last, it's like it goes and it like the whole thing falls into place. And it's like, sometimes it ends up being the title. Sometimes it's just like in a bridge and it's like the resolution of whatever, you know, I'm conveying. And with stay, the phrase that made the whole thing come together was the phrase that I ended up ending the song on, which is, um, just know that there is someone who needs exactly who you are. And I remember when that line came out and I realized that that was like the punchline. (laughs) Right. And so that would just be my parting comment is that there is someone who needs exactly who you are uniquely with all your flaws and yeah. struggles. Who you are right now, even right. if it's not who you want to be. A hundred percent. Like with your background, with your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, your religion, your lack of religion, whatever that is, there's someone that needs exactly <laughs> Siri agrees. Siri's like, that's right. <laughs> who needs exactly what that what who you uniquely are. Right. And that song, that line was the punchline in Stay, but I think it's also just the punchline here overall. And it's also the punch to my gut every time I hear this song. <laughs> yes. And also, I know that we had talked about this off air, so I want to make sure that we throw this on air. Um, we obviously want to also heighten the conversations of how, like, BIPOC or specifically, you know, dealing with this on a whole different level, you know, obviously yeah. right now, especially like our Asian communities. So let's try to learn more, be more sensitive, reach out to those people, educate yourself if you are not a part of those communities. And I know that I'm trying to be better. I know we all want to be better. And it's all just part of a lot of the time, the same conversation around mental health and taking care of one another. So, um, so thank you for writing a really, really poignant, beautiful song that I know that a lot of us can relate to because times are bad. So (laughs) let's all check in on our loved ones. Stay strong. We love you. We're here for you. And we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about Reborn, which I think is a perfect way to follow up Stay. And it's, as you know, the title track for this EP. So we're really excited about that. And in the meantime, you can follow Don everywhere, as you know, at the Don Hancock. You can visit donhancock.com and check out her music on Spotify, Google Play, and all those other great places. So thank you so much. If you have a question, send it to hello at donhancock.com. Or you can also leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Have an epic week, everyone. Have an epic week. I know you feel like slipping under I know you feel so far 
Who needs exactly who?